Hi, I'm Colin. And I'm Leo. And welcome to The Tightrope, the podcast where we look for balance and clarity in the midst of the world that we live in. I doubt that any short podcast is going to give you balance and clarity to last forever and ever. The simple hope is that each week, we can take a step forward. Leo came into the room and asked if he could be on this week's episode of The Tightrope. Actually, he just said, can I record with you, Dad? And at first, unfortunately, I said, he said no. And then I thought for about four seconds and I said, yes. Exactly. Because it's always a good idea to record with Leo. He has so much insight to share with us. And um, my original idea for this week was to talk about a more diverse cloud of witnesses, to talk about the saints and to talk about some of the things that have happened in terms of canonization over the last 25 years. And I'm still going to talk about that, but I want to talk to Leo a little bit first um, because he had a big milestone yesterday. He went back to school for the first time since COVID began. And how was it to go back to school, Leo? It was good. It was good. We're across the street at St. Scholastica. If you aren't a regular listener, you don't know, my wife and I both teach at an all-girls Catholic high school, and across the street is St. Peter Catholic School, where um, my son Leo and my daughter Zaley go. Um, what made it good to go back to school? Um, that my friends are there. And there you have it, folks. <laughs> One of the most important elements of, of education is community. As a matter of fact, it's kind of fashionable in the in the learning world to call a school a learning community, which is exactly what it is. So his friends were there. What are some other things that were kind of different and cool about yesterday? I was upstairs and I have a lot of teachers. Yeah, so Leo going into fourth grade, things have shifted a little bit and now he's got multiple teachers. But did you go to a different classroom or they come to you? Um, They come to you. Right, so a lot of adjustments, and what did you have to wear all day that you didn't used to have to wear? A face mask. Yeah, yeah, so a lot of listeners out there feel your pain wearing face masks is not particularly fun, um, but what would be the reason for wearing them, bud? So you do not get COVID-19. Yeah, and so you don't get COVID and you don't spread COVID, and it's not uh, a fun thing, but um, Leo, you are a spiritual genius, so when we have to do something uncomfortable, what should we do? We should do it. We should do it, and what should we do in terms of our prayer with it? Um, do it a sacrifice for Miss Elise Angelette. Yeah, yeah. So we make it a sacrifice, and yeah, we're we're praying for for our friend in particular right now, and making prayers and sacrifices for for her. So, um, if you have to wear a mask, you have to do something uncomfortable because of COVID. Um, old school tried and true deep wisdom from our faith is is that we offer things up we offer them in union with the sacrifice of the mass and leo's been reminding me of that in particular offering up some sacrifices for for our friend um let's see leo uh anything else you would say about the first day of school before we move on and talk about saints um yes my friends were there yes your friends were there and that is so key so I know people are in different situations and some have opted for a remote option and maybe there there's a challenge of ensuring that your your kids are able to connect with with friends and and that sort of thing. Um, let's let's all pray for each other. I know it's going to be different in different places. Um, but but yeah, the the school year has has begun. Education whether virtual or in person or all the many different things is happening and it, and it can happen and it should happen because the development of our children is is absolutely critical. I wanted to talk this week about um, about saints and I'm kind of still responding in a certain sense, although hopefully not reactively but proactively to some things that happened uh, surrounding the comments of AOC last weekend when she talked about St. Damien of Molokai and um, was making, I think, actually a point that, that should be made that our our national um, 
and and international uh, habit of holding people up to be to be honored. Our our hagiography, as as you might say, or our national. Um, way of honoring people, it should be more diverse. There should be more women. There should be more people of color. And that's actually, I think, correct and indisputable. What she did say, though, is that this particular saint um, was a sign of colonialism and white supremacy. And I think that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, including um, some some Hawaiians, a lot of Hawaiians who uh, who revere um, St. Damien of Molokai as a great and, and holy person, um, who was a person of great sacrifice and great love. And I will admit that my response at first was to get kind of sucked into, um, you know, this adversarial thing. And then I thought, and I stopped, and I said, wait a minute, if I read Matthew 5, 6, and 7, I got to remember that, uh, that one, I got to be praying for AOC, and two, I've, I've got to not hold up this whole dichotomy of enmity and get sucked up into it. I've got to recognize that she's not entirely wrong about her main point, which is that there should be a more diverse cloud of witnesses. So I want to just talk a little bit, and I want to ask Leo some questions about saints. If, is that okay, Leo? Can you answer some questions about saints? Yeah, I was born for it. Awesome, awesome. So I wanted to point this out. I was thinking about this idea that there needs to be more um, diversity in what we hold up in terms of statues. And of course, this was a conversation about the the public square and um, in particular, every state sending two statues of somebody to be represented um, in our nation's capital. But when it comes to the saints, I remembered this this fact that was, was thrown out toward the end of John Paul II's life that he had canonized 482 new saints during his 27 years as Pope. And not only that, he had beatified another 1,327. And this is, is more than, in, as, than the entire history of the church. And this trend has continued through Pope Benedict and through Pope Francis. And it's a concerted effort for there to be a more diverse cloud of witnesses. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let's rid ourselves of every burden and sin that clings to us and keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. And as Catholics, we have this tradition of saints, not not those that we hold up as God, but those that, that we honor, those who inspire us, those who help us to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. And in particular, um, those who are canonized, John Paul II and beyond, and of course, before, certainly, there's many that we could point to, are not just men. Um, they are, are men and women, and they are men and women of, of every uh, of every nationality, of, of, every, of every race, every skin color. They come from a diverse background of, of vocations. There are married saints. There are religious saints. There are saints of many diverse religious orders. There are saints who were, were kings, saints who who lived poverty in in the streets, saints who were very learned and wise, saints who couldn't read so well. (laughs) There is a great cloud of witnesses. And I I think that's important for us to look at in our Catholic tradition, and it gives us something to contribute to our national conversation, that we, yes, we should be holding up um, those of of diverse origin. And uh, really, the reason for this, that the church holds up so many different saints, it's not like the saints need to be called saints in order to get into heaven. It doesn't so much benefit them. Um, those who are, are redeemed and enjoy the face of God, they, they do so. Um, and they're, they're just fine. <laughs> they're doing great. But it, it's for us to have faces and voices that we can identify with. In a confirmation program each year, and some of you have, are involved in that, um, if you are involved in that, you should go out and get the Catechist Field Guide to Confirmation. Check that out. Um, 
we help young people to pick out a saint that is somebody that they can identify with, somebody that inspires them in holiness. And uh, really the message is that you can be a saint. Who can be a saint? Well, you can. Um, you can. We can all become who we were born to be. We can all find a saint who we identify with, um, maybe because they, they come from the same sort of background as us, or, or maybe just in, in an intangible sort of way, we identify with their, with their charism, with their personality, with their quotes. Um, so rather than tearing things down and rather than, than attacking, let's, let's build more and more. And I think that's part of our, our national and international conversation, that whether in the sphere of saints or in the sphere of just people we're holding up as, as public figures, um, we want to make sure that, that we're, doing, we're doing more, more diverse, um, and not, not necessarily shouting and tearing things down. So I wanted to say that. And Leo just had to sit there and listen to all that. And do you, does that sound about right? Um, yeah. Cool. I want to ask you, because it's probably more interesting than all the stuff that I just said, uh, about some of your favorite saints. Who are some of your favorite saints? St. Benedict. He had a rule book. He prayed and he did work, lots of work. He was very holy. There you go. That's actually a great summary of St. Benedict. So um, he wrote a rule for monks that was all about balancing prayer and work, which is so important. And here in where we live in Covington, Louisiana, the Benedictines were... Uh, were very instrumental in setting up kind of the Catholic infrastructure. I, I say that Benedictine spirituality is like the uh, the Tony Satries that's poured over the the cuisine of Louisiana Catholicism. So so Saint Benedict. And um, did you uh, you ever have a cool experience with Saint Benedict? Um, I dressed up as him. You did, yeah. For last All Saints Day, Leo got to dress up as Saint Benedict, and he had um, he had his cup um, with a snake coming out of it, representing the time that. St. Benedict uh, escaped being poisoned, and he had his rule book um, representing that, that great and wise rule of St. Benedict. Okay. Um, the, the beard was itching me, so I just tore it off. Yeah, the beard was itchy. It was maybe like a preparation for the age of face masks. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, beards can be itchy. My, mine's pretty good because uh, I use Catholic beard bomb. So, yeah, you know. Because, yeah, because you have a real beard, though. Exactly. So I have a lot of time to get used to it. Um, I, can I ask you about any other saints that you particularly like? How about how about a, a woman, a saint who's a woman that you would hold up as somebody that we we pray to or that you uh, you think is really cool? Um, who is the angel? Who is the angel? Let's see. Well, there's a lot of different. Um, let's see. A woman who is. Well, angels actually. Here we go. Okay, so check this out, bud. We're gonna catechize over over podcast. Angels are people, but they're not human people. The archangel. So there's Saint Michael, Saint Gabriel, and Saint Raphael. So Michael's the one who fights the devil, and Gabriel's the one who came to talk to Mary and was like, "Hey, Mary, guess what? God wants you to be God's mom." And she was like, "Yeah." And Raphael, no, and so none of them are, we usually depict them um, more as, as guys, although angels really don't fall into either category, which is kind of a, I don't know, that's a complicated discussion for after the podcast. How about, how about a woman saint that we include almost every day when we pray, when we go to the chapel? St. Mary. Okay, yeah, we pray to Mary every day, and it's important to remember that Mary is a oh, saint oh, that we oh, hold up. Oh. St. Therese. And St. Therese. And what, what's the little prayer that we pray every day? Little flower, little flower, show your power in my hour. Oh, that's that's at night. No, we do that one in the morning. Yeah, little flower, little flower, show your power in this hour. And um, 
Lady of Palm Circle, pray for us. Lady of Palm Circle, pray for us. Lady of Palm Circle, please respond. Pray for us. Yeah, Our Lady of Prompt Sucker, yeah, which is a great devotion that we have down here in Louisiana, especially during hurricane season, but at any time of trial, we look for Mary to bring us that quick help. Can you um, tell us about um, tell us about St. Therese a little bit? She has roses. Um, we prayed, and then somebody gave us roses. We don't know if it was St. Therese or, or Nabal. Yeah, so St. Therese is held up often as one who interacts from heaven as a great intercessor. Okay, I know. Yeah, we've been talking a while, so Leo's saying, you should probably wrap this up. This is usually a quick podcast. Um, let me just kind of make the main point that there is a diverse cloud of witnesses out there, and I want to encourage you in the midst of all of this um, is to find out more about saints, um, to find out more about saints of, of diverse origin, find out about people who are in the process of being canonized. Um, we were in a, a faculty workshop, and uh, Dr. Ansel Augustine, who is in, right now working in the Archdiocese of Washington, D.C., was sharing with us about six African Americans who are in the process of canonization, including uh, Thea Bowman, who we, we quickly went out, and uh, Amy had a, a giant poster made of her, um, which now hangs in our hallway for our girls to see. Um, so there's a great cloud of witnesses, and I think we ought to uh, we ought to hold that up rather than tearing anything down. It's it's about more. It's about um, about building. It's about growth and and a proper sense of diversity. So Leo, any any parting words of wisdom before we end this episode? I have no clue what you're talking about. You sound like Socrates. You sound like Socrates. He says all he knows is that he doesn't know. Because I am Socrates. There you go. So this week, um, let us keep our eyes fixed on the saints. Let's learn about some new saints. Let's build up a even greater sense of understanding that, that we're all called to be saints by seeing how many witnesses we are surrounded by. And... Um, For those of you who are working on schooling at home or those of you who are sending your kids off to school, let's let's pray for each other. This is going to be an adventure this fall for sure. For Ascension, I'm Colin. And I'm Leo. Reminding you to take a step forward.